0: a lot of AAA and then I make a lot of money <laughs> so I think it's a good sign so spiritually 8-8 lion gate open energetically the energy is super high um, on the 8th of August what's really important is the basic value right you and your partner you gotta share the same basic value same interest same vision Yes. I used to be a people pleaser. With my family and also your family, I try not to please a lot. If you please a little, no one gets hurt. We have gone through COVID. We've gone through coop. Those are the scary time. Yeah. You know, you could lose me.
1: Hey there, lovely. So welcome to Seal Corner Podcast where we deep dive into a mind of extraordinary individual to uncover some serious wisdom. Today's guest is absolute legend. Not only does she have a power to transform lives and boost well-being, but she also happens to be my fabulous wife. Get ready for intimate chat about our wedding journey and all the juicy relationship advice you've been craving. Trust me, this episode is one you don't want to miss. Hello Scarlett, welcome to my show.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having me.
1: How are you feeling?
0: I'm actually feeling amazing today. We just had a wedding last week. It was amazing.
1: That's great. That's great. I have a wonderful time How with you. How about you? How about you? I have a wonderful time as well. Uh-huh. And uh, we gather a lot of my family. They come over in Vietnam and our friends. It's It's very unique. A lot of friends come from New York, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Um, South California Los Angeles Yeah, some
0: of them they drove all the way from from, like how long eight-hour drive yes
1: and our friend from Denver's one of them they come from Burma yeah so really nice that they show up for us
0: by the way who's your favorite friend
1: I can't tell. So, they're going to, if they listen to this podcast, they're, they're going to uh, shoot I'm sure me down. They're, so. they're
0: going to listen to this podcast.
1: But I'm not going to say that they're all equal. They uh, all love okay. them all.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I actually love our wedding. I would say it's intimate. You know, I get to do it in a traditional way at the monastery.
1: So, what is your highlight moment at the wedding?
0: Literally friends, friends coming in. And um, one of my friends from Virginia, hi, G, if you're listening. She flew all the way from Virginia, from the East Coast to West Coast. And uh, she helped me a lot with the wedding. She was doing the MC. We were having fun. We talk a lot. We actually bonded even more than before. And uh, we actually had a crying section, like a healing crying section, um, when we were staying in the Airbnb in Huffman Bay. In America, it's hard to gather around people if it's not for a special occasion. So it was very meaningful and uh, I feel really grateful for that.
1: Um, I have a great time too, to yeah, see all do. my friends all at one at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we are singing together. Mm-hmm. We, like, they, we decide to go to club at night, but everybody just go to my our Airbnb. Yeah. And they saw the beach. They saw a big view, a huge room. I was like, mm-hmm. why do you guys want to go? other place when you have this nice view mm-hmm. and uh, we just brought some alcohol yeah everybody is
0: like no they don't want to go to the bar yeah just so stick
1: no one saying yes airbnb. to the bars like everybody say no to the bar i was like I know. Uh, that's nice <laughs> yeah
0: i mean it was quite a lovely airbnb too like yeah. right on the beach and uh, we will somehow put the airbnb click in the video it, it's stunning
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: stunning when you open the door it's the
1: ocean, the ocean, right in front of us.
0: <laughs> right in front of us. Yeah. So it was, it was magical. Yeah. yeah,
1: but if we decide to go different Airbnb, they will go to the club or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. yeah. So our wedding is kind of unique mm-hmm. because we don't do on the weekend. Yeah. We do on Tuesday. Yeah. It's August eight. But mm-hmm. why August eight?
0: I always love the number eight i i always felt like it's connected to abundance mm-hmm. prosperity good fortune when i see like i'm not sure you know about the numbers numerology right when i see a lot of a and then i make a lot of money <laughs> so i think it's a good sign spiritually a8 lion gate open energetically the energy is super high um on the eighth of August, like it's only happened in once a year, right? People would do, uh, pray and like maybe fasting on that day, or like do some um, spiritual ritual on that day. So it's a pretty special day. I knew I have to pick the day, and even if 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 it's not weekend, right? Because I know that some of our friends like they could available they could be available on the weekend, right? But I have to pick the day. What is fit for me? What is convenient for me? I'm like, okay, let's go for that. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we did the ceremony in the morning. And then uh, we went straight to the reception. So which is actually rare as well, right? In American culture, you usually host dinner at night. We were doing like our own style, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) But thank you all our friends and families for like trying to fit in with the schedule. You know, Mm -hmm. and then they show up. You know, yeah, I love eight eight double energy. That's why I pick. Mm-hmm. Even some of my a fan, my client, they reach out to me like, "Why you have to pick on eight 8 So there you go. This is the answer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's like a lot of people looking forward for a weekend. For me, it's like, are we we so important to the fact that our friend have to stop or ask for leave for their work? Yeah, and they show up is very. It's really meaningful for yeah, us. Yes.
0: Yeah, it does. I just
1: become a I just found my new job is called Uber Driver. <laughs> Uber driver, you drive a, a lot. I at know. At the airport. I know. Go pick up my friend at the yeah. airport. That's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Like we're picking up um, a lot of our friends and we were having dinner with them, lunch with them. And uh some of our friends. <laughs> They even crash at the monastery food yes. before the wedding yes you know yeah. so yeah it was lovely that's good mm-hmm. so
1: what's the most unique thing about our venue
0: Hmm. i love the fact that we can do the you know monastery at the same place and also reception because i know that some of the wedding you gotta host different you know venue right reception somewhere ceremony could be somewhere i love the fact that it's at the monastery. Uh, I love the fact that we get blessing from the monk and uh, prayers from the monk. It was actually quite emotional moment for me. My family couldn't make it to the wedding. When we did an engagement, right, we were just only starting,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: We could not able to splurge uh for the wedding expense. Yes. But right now we can splurge. Yeah. Right. But my parents were not there. So it's a little emotional, but I know that, you know, whatever is happened, it has to happen. And you know, there's a timing. But I felt so blessed when the monk started um, chanting mm-hmm. and praying and I felt like wow, it, it moved me. Okay, this is it. I know we've been together for seven years. Yes. But right now we're declaring to everybody that we're together and that we're legal. So that's kind of switching into another phase as well. Sort of like a, a little life-changing moment for me. I was feeling it and uh, I felt so moved.
1: Uh, for me, I, I feel really, yeah. really unique about our wedding. Mm-hmm. Because we feel that, you know, we don't want to become too much traditional. And we don't want to be modern as well. Yeah. So we blend everything together. And people, uh, my relative is so surprised because I supposed to wear Vietnamese traditional, yeah. but I didn't. I yeah. wear Burmese, We're Burmese dress. dress. Yes. And they was like, whoa, that's something new. They never <laughs> see I'm wearing Loji or taipong myself.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the feedback from them?
1: They love it. <laughs> they love it. Because I'm, they just don't want to take any other picture with other dress. Okay. They want to take, take a picture, picture with, with this dress.
0: Of course. Yeah, because
1: it's, it's like something whoa. new for it's them. Something new for them. Yeah. But
0: you know, I remember your mom, your mom was laughing at you at the ceremony, right? Because you're trying to um, redo the low- Redo, <laughs> redo <laughs> the loan, <laughs> <then>, yes. <laughs> she was laughing at you. Uh, yeah, P- that's uh, quite P- funny. Actually,
1: my, my family make a bet that. It, uh, how long he can last to hold <laughs> his loji until he drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, you look good, babe. That's you good. You look long G. Yeah, That's good, thank that.
1: you. What's the story behind of the, the choice of wedding color for you?
0: You mean the, the theme of the color? Yes. I always love white. So my Burmese is stunning white gown but in a traditional way. I love it. Uh, the second drawer is also white, and I, I've been loving peach color, right? Something peach, not pink, not that pink. I just want it to be super simple. I don't really like complicated stuff. I love our setup.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the
0: color I pick. Yeah. And then I've been always loving white. White, peach, thing.
1: Any creative food and drink choice you make for your wedding menu,
0: because one of my favorite drinks is coconut. We were supposed to do the wedding in Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? And then they actually put the coconut on the stand, yes. right? So that the the guests can uh, grab it and drink it yeah. and have fun with that. I wanted to put that. The menu is Burmese, yes. And a lot of your friends they never try Burmese. Yes. I think Ryan tried yeah. Burmese food yeah. at the yeah. restaurant, but it's not that authentic. Yeah. But this one is pretty good. So they were eating it. I saw. Jir is eating a lot Cute. like you know they were like eating a lot because I feel so happy because yeah. when people eat
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I saw my dad hammer with that Yeah, coconut. It's your,
0: your dad so yeah. my father-in-law um he was loving the coconut and he was like trying to get the coconut skin out of the you know the coconut and trying to like with the skin off and it's like very seriously.
1: Yeah. Uh, my relatives never eat Burmese food. Finally, now they can eat the Burmese food. Yeah. They taste wonderful. Yeah. And and the funny thing is that it's a buffet style. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody to bring to you as like all oh, you can eat. Or we even have a two go box for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At
1: the end. Yeah. <laughs> what does our wedding do differently? Than other wedding that you go to,
0: we did not actually have a, a big agenda. The wedding they will usually do games, Like we didn't do much of the games. Even we play with our friends at the beach house. Yes, uh, we Airbnb. I would say picking the date Tuesday is quite different. different. Yeah, you know, and then the time is different too. Yeah. right, because we ceremony has to be like ten thirty, and then the reception has to be just after that quite unique what a profound for me is you know we'll be okay if we do not have a wedding too but we wanted to see our friends because if you tell them oh just come i have a birthday they would never show up right if you feel okay this is a wedding and then they show up and uh, i am extremely grateful for that
1: for me when we do the schedule um because ceremonies start at 10 until mm-hmm. 11. And from 11 to 12, yeah. people having green tea at my brother's shop. Yeah. He bring out all this amazing fruit teas. Um, because we cannot bring alcohol <laughs> into the monastery. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so
0: at the monastery, the alcohol is not allowed. My brother-in-law, uh, he recently launched um, the bubble tea shop. Yeah. We get the drinks from them, you know, hang out the drink.
1: They were grabbing the tea left yeah. and right. And they were grabbing and the tea left, left and right. Uh, and yeah. not just only our friend and also nephew, but adult as well. Oh, really? Like, all of them <laughs> grab all the tea. <laughs> and after the reception, we take them to the beach. That's mm-hmm. where we get all everybody photo shoot yeah. of the beach. And we have fun there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the beach. Uh, What's a lovely part, too?
1: So we changed three outfits for the beach. No,
0: you chain three outfits. Oh, yeah. I, I only I, changed two, two
1: outfits. Yeah. So one mm. for reception, one for mm. ceremony, and one for the beach.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You look good, babe.
1: Could you tell me, whoever listening right now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how did we meet and what is our story behind? Okay, that would be a
0: long story. That would be a long story. We actually met through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. You know, at the beginning, I think it wasn't a date. We we're just like introduced. Like, you visiting Burma. I, I was walking at the bank um, yeah. b- back, in, back in Burma, back home. Just casually hanging out. But I know that there's a hint, right? You're probably going to like me. We're just hanging out, hop, hop place. Uh, I was seeing someone at the time. But not seriously. I mentioned it to you, I'm seeing someone, right? I have to be honest. The first expression, it's okay. It's something neutral. I felt really connected to you. And I felt really uh, safe with you. Maybe this guy, he could be my friend. He could be my best friend. Because, you know, I felt safe with you. And then the rest is a story. Because, mm-hmm. you know, might not be, th- the way we encounter might not be that romantic. The path we have been together, we have gone through a lot of stuff together. We yes. have gone through COVID. Mm-hmm. We have gone through the coup, financial crisis. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fight when it's come to finances. Yeah. You know, adjusting with each other family, right? Because I cannot speak Vietnamese.
1: Yeah. And, and I, you
0: speak a little bit of Burmese. I
1: can speak a little Burmese, but I can talk and fluently that each other
0: yeah but my family love it when you speak in Burmese though yeah yeah they love it when you speak in Burmese yeah, yeah for me I could only say like bit by bit but I know that your dad would love for me to speak Vietnamese mm, so he, <laughs> he can communicate with you like, why don't we just wait my kid to speak Vietnamese and prob- problem solve, right yeah. so I'm just so, waiting for that yeah, gonna so they would be more quicker yeah. right yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah I remember uh, her family before she met me or mm-hmm. the family they would put her in the spot and then surround her like she's in the like the courthouse yeah. so everybody investigating her talking about they do not like foreigner because they like you know they don't like white mm-hmm. uh, uh blue eye yeah. yellow hairs but when i showed up with loji and Taipong, they were shocked
0: yeah they sh- they were shocked
1: like this guy just like us mhm mm-hmm. and even though he don't speak burmese yeah but he eat burmese food yeah and uh do- funny that when we have a dinner i eat by hand mhm and they eat fork yeah and uh, i look at them I say, are you guys burmese <laughs>
0: <laughs> at the beginning i think they were also adjusting as well they don't know how to speak to you yeah because my family has limited english i mean my cousin can speak english very well before that i show your picture to my mom and she she loved it already before she saw you i used to be a people pleaser with my family and also your family i try not to please a lot if you please a little no one gets hurt but if you please a lot there's a lot of boundary issue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a violating your physical boundary, emotional boundary, right? That's something I learn when I'm trying to get to know your family. Because it has to be a boundary. We cannot just be like friends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. respect and that there's a boundary. Yeah. There's knowing your place. Those are very important for me. Since we, right now, we transition into marriage. Oh yeah. my God, it sounds very serious when I talk about marriage. Yeah. I've been adjusting as well. It's the work mm-hmm. you got to do when you are having a relationship, not only with your partner, but having with your partner family members. I'm getting good at it, I think. What do you think?
1: <laughs> I think you are uh, changed a lot since we are uh, been together. Yeah. Um, you adjust a lot. Mm-hmm. You set a lot of very strong boundary. Yeah. And you're teaching me how to set a strong boundary as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And that's great, baby.
0: Thank you. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: Uh, What other quality are you looking for
0: a man? Ooh Ooh, I've got everything already. Do I have to say more? Well, I mean, I'm just, just gonna awesome. say for my audience. Yes. I get asked by that question a lot. what quality we should look for in a man? Uh, the future potential partner, right? And I'm just gonna say woman, yes. you know? So from my you know woman's side. They would just say it has to be tall, it has to be like good background. The family has to be like come from the good, good background and it has to be educated, mostly superficial. I used to be superficial too. I am it has to be tall, right? I want to be like, why not? It's just like a James Bond type of, you know, kind of guy. (laughs) What's really important is the basic value, right? You and your partner, you got to share the same basic value, same interests, same vision. Yes. Those are super important when you look for anybody, not even a man. Share interest, share value, share vision. So look through those three things. Are we aligned in that part? Three part, the basic foundation. Look for that. But I would say someone who is really kind, someone really is compassionate, someone who can lead me, someone that whenever I'm around him, I feel safe. So those are the foundation for me. But leading part is also so important because I know that a lot of the women I know, they're trying to be independent, right? Yes. They're trying to be independent and they don't want anybody to lead them. But, you know, when Mm -hmm. you use your feminine energy, you let your man... To lead you. I came from the background that, you know, I have to be independent because no one's going to save me. When it's come to a relationship, I have to adjust that. Sometimes I could be more feminine. I don't need to be masculine all the, all the time. I don't need to be make a decision all the time. So I love it when you make decision for me. Sometimes. I love it when you plan it out for me. It makes my life more easier. So I'm like, lead me. Whenever we have a fight, and then the one who can compromise, mm-hmm. not just blaming, like, oh, it's your fault. But it's trying to find a common ground and uh, trying to solve the issue without having no resentment. I yes. think those are so important. The one who is bubbly, energetic, you know, trying to solve the uh, issue if we have it. Those are the quality I look for in men. Um, Ooh, I, I think I've found one already.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what does marriage mean to you?
0: Marriage. Yeah, that's a that's a big word though. We've been together for seven years and then we sort of legally marry already, but when you have a wedding, it's a new face. I never like the boundary and the rules that you put in the marriage, right? The one thing I understand the most is love actually is commitment. I am declaring with the word that I commit to that person. I commit to that man. Right, I'm loyal to them. And I could be a little, I like being traditional, why not, right? I do not have like, oh, we're going to be like forever together. But I'm someone that I'll be committed to you if we can do the same mutually. Yes. I would look for my partner to commit the same. We got this together. We have to solve this together. You know, two is better than one.
1: Yeah, it takes two to tango.
0: Yeah, it takes two to tango. Yeah. Right? So whatever comes on your way. And then you have to figure out how can you solve it together.
1: Yeah. So as my mentor saying, if if you're single, you can you can work faster. Mm-hmm. But if you have two people, you can work further.
0: Mm. I love that. Yeah. Mm, are we walking farther?
1: <laughs> are we work really further and farther go to the beach mountain whatever
0: <laughs> the
1: world have to offer Yeah for us. I
0: can't wait to travel with you too I mean the one thing we love uh, doing together is we travel a lot. We travel internationally internationally and then yes. we learn a lot when we travel yes and it about myself and about you too yeah so yeah i hope to continue this um in the future yeah. probably egypt baby
1: yeah maybe egypt yes egypt yeah, yeah. i'm yeah.
0: excited for that
1: yeah that's uh, that's gonna be our next trip
0: i mean i'm grateful for all the travel yeah. and i'm grateful that we have a home in america too yeah. can you imagine a few years back we were in burma and we we did not have our, you know, we, we home didn't in have a
1: home. Uh, we live in an apartment.
0: There's a lot of growth and there's a lot of uh, life changing moment. And uh, I'm forever grateful for that.
1: How do you maintain sense of independency while nurturing our partnership?
0: Since we both walk from home, we see each other every day, right? It's not about the separation, it's about we could be too close and uh, we're probably going to need some space. You know, that's what we're trying to um, walk on, right? But I noticed that when you're in a relationship, you become, you could be like unconsciously codependent as well. I know that I rely on you in some part and uh, you help me with my business. Yes. And uh, you help me with some other tech stuff or, you know, some other software, IT stuff as well, right? So those are something I rely on you and uh, you rely on me when <laughs> when it's come to cooking because yes. you can't cook. Yeah. right and then what else you rely on me just tell me
1: uh, uh grammar mistake
0: grammar you make a lot of grammar yeah i'm such a grammar police though i mean i hate it that i'm a grammar police but i cannot help
1: even i have no hope for me
0: yeah you have no hope seriously <laughs> you seriously have no hope i'm like are you even american but i'm sorry i get annoyed sometimes so i have to correct you mm-hmm.
1: yeah what is our favorite what is your favorite shared moment about us together?
0: You mean favorite moment? When? There's so many.
1: Just pick one.
0: Hmm. Well, I love it when we travel together. We had fun back in Burma. We have gone through COVID. We have gone through coop. Those are the scary time. Yeah. You know, you could lose me. Yes. At the time. Yes. Right? Cause I was seriously sick with COVID. I was hospitalized, yeah, and I couldn't breathe, <laughs> and I, I survived.
1: Yeah, I can't even help you because you, you cannot help me either. Because I'm on the other side of the screen, yeah, and you will live like two hours away from me, and I'm yeah. in a uh, hotel isolating. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to get out of my room.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was a scary time. So when I look back, those are. Profound experience for me. Those are something like we could always talk about. Coop, right? We always talk about with our friends. Right? COVID, we always talk about with our friends Mm -hmm. too. We survive and we came out uh, stronger, um, more thriving, whatever that we do. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You're so welcome.
1: (laughs) So how do you navigate challenge raising a family if you plan to have child? In the future.
0: I definitely would love to have a child. Should I say it now? Uh, yes. We were trying to have a baby probably later this year. I always love kids. But there's always like, I want to prioritize my career. I want to do more. I want to help people more, mm-hmm. right? So right now, I'm in the early 30. And then people will always, always tell you that you oh, should I have a kid right now. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. They will always give you advices that you, you don't even need. Yes. Uh, but for me, I listen. Do I do it? Most likely not because I trust my timing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know that when it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Okay. right? So I've never felt like, oh, I should do it. Like I'm, I'm running out of time. I never felt like that. Literally confident in my timing. When I get sick with the, you know, the five bright things, right? I wanted to heal it. So I've, I'm staying healing as well because, you know, I wanted to uh, bear a chai. Yeah. Right, So I wanted to be healthy. So this year has been focusing on my health, my nutrition, wellness, healing the body, doing all those sort of um, holistic healing.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, That's what I've been walking on right now. The challenge would be I am passionate about my work. I love to help people. I love to serve people. When you have a chime, somehow you have to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you have to cool down. You, yeah. y- you have to chill, right. right? If I really want to be passionate, like want to do my work, that would be a, li- a little challenging mm-hmm. because I'm someone that I have a lot of drive, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I needed to, to chill more. I need to rest my nervous system and focus on the baby. I'm not going to say challenge, yeah, but that would be a quite adjustment. I look forward to having a kid, you know, soon.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Do you know with whom? With you? With you and yes. with me? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, speak about the, your health, uh, the fibroid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go to the hospital, the doctors say, oh, you're totally fine. Mm-hmm. And you keeping have the same pain over and over again. And they tell us, you are fine. Yeah. But it's not fine at all. Yeah. So we request them to do IT M I T scanning or something. Yeah, scan. The scanning know, and ultrasound. ultrasound yeah. And they found a two millimeter fibroid.
0: Yeah. It's not that big. It's not that mm-hmm. big. And
1: um, also they say the only way to cure this thing is have to drinking birth control. Yeah. And mm. that's not the way to go because I know so many people using birth control that they, they have depression, put on weight, and uh, they have to continue using the pill every single day. And that's cost money Yeah, as well. And it's not good for her health. And now she found an alternative way. It's just fasting.
0: Last year, in my abdominal, uh, loved abdomen, um, it was hurt, like yeah. out of no way. Mm-hmm. I, I know that when I'm on my period, um, it's kind of a, a little hurt, a little. But you know, it was like a very unusual. Even I'm not in my period, it's getting hurt, and uh, I actually doubt myself. And I went to the hospital so many times. I yeah. check up with them, and uh, they were kept saying that you're fine, nothing's wrong with you. But my body knows it's not fine. Yes, something is going on. There's something wrong with in my body and then I requested for the scan, and then they found the fibroid, and then they found sit as well, yeah. both in my uterus. Um, but it's not something like critical, like we gotta do operation or something like that. Yeah. But the only thing, the solution they will give me is to have a child right now, right immediately
1: child right. birth desire, you know control, having yeah. a
0: child is for the rest of your life that's your whole responsibility for the rest of your life yeah. you can't just like have a child to cure the fibroid right <laughs> <laughs> they would prescribe me to drink butt control pills yeah but control i pill. have never drank birth control pill in my whole life cuz i know that those are toxic for a woman's body yes so sorry any woman out there if you're drinking birth control pill anything even like something you can put in your arms those are so toxic for you and uh if you have it, take it out. And there's so many alternative way yes. that you can, you know, not having to prevent, yeah. you're not getting pregnant. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not an option. I'm not going to drink that.
1: Yeah, that's not an option. Right? That's, yeah, you have to find the option. There's so many options out there. Mm-hmm. We need to research and look into it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, it, you know, when I get uh, pain in my belly, I was drinking um, some painkiller as well. Yeah. It makes me so sleepy. It doesn't give me any more energy. I'm like, I have to stop. Motrin. Motrin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's drinking. It was giving me sluggish. I felt sluggish. And I did not have a lot of energy. And uh, so I started like doing a lot of stuff. I w- we were doing juicing. Yes. Right? We're doing juicing and uh, exercise more. I actually do yoga and it actually helped me. Yeah. And then the only thing that cured me I know that it's gonna still there, but it doesn't hurt like before. It, it 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 gets hurt um uh after the period um like when I ovulate, right? Yeah, ovulate, it gets hurt yeah. a little, but I can't bear with that pain, right? Um the only remedy I found thanks to Doctor Mindy through fasting. I will fast forward. You know, at least twenty-four hour, or thirty-six hour, or forty-eight hour. But I'm planning to go for seventy-two hour. I always love fasting uh, in Buddhism, right? In Dhamma, right? We have eight preset. Yes. It's sort of like a fasting, but they they have some other rules that you can you have to maintain, right? Uh, but similar to that, uh, similar to the intermittent fasting, right? So I love to do eight preset and like. 48-hour fasting together. The reason why I'm doing is I'm trying to shrink my fiber. When, whenever you have a chai, the fiber is going to shrink. Yes. But I want this body to be extremely healthy yes. before I conceive a chai. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. So this year is all about health, nutrition, wellness, healing. I use a lot of red light. Oh, I use the castor oil as well. Yeah, castor Remember oil. The castor oil? Yes. I put it on my um, uh, my belly, my mm-hmm. abdomen, and it it's actually helps.
1: And heat pack.
0: Yeah, heat pack, Mm -hmm. right? So it cleans the, is actually, you know, breaks the six. Mm -hmm. And also if you're going to put in the liver, uh, it somehow detox the liver as well. So highly recommend castor wine pack. Mm -hmm. Find it on the the internet and uh, you will see a bunch of, you know, um, people showing you how to do it. Right now, I, I, you know, I've been reading, uh, listening to Dr. Mindy, um, fasting queen. And uh, reading her book. And then thanks to Dr. Minty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you for helping a lot of women out there. I'm into wellness right now. And I read a lot of um, astrology books. You know, that's uh, something I'm really into. Um, So yeah, fasting, wellness healing so that's something i'm really into right now
1: yeah and mm-hmm. then do you listen to your mentor daniel page
0: oh yeah thanks to um my mentor daniel page shout out to daniel page and uh, she is my mentor for almost two years already yes she's the queen she's very intelligent very smart and um she know a lot of wellness stuff too you know because i know a lot of stuff from through daniel as well so thanks queen mm-hmm
1: so now we'll go back to the family. How do you navigate the challenge arise from culture or family background differences?
0: With you and me? Yeah, or? with you and me. I think as uh, we Asian, right? Yeah. When it comes to food, we do not need to negotiate a lot. <laughs> yes. like You know, some food can be a little, the smells can be a little strong for most of them. Yeah, But we can eat a bit.
1: More like you can a bit
0: too. Durian and th- those are fun. Those are funny. But we grew up really differently when it's come to like, when it's come to growing up with finances, I would just say. Yes. Right? In my family, it's never enough to, you know, my, my mom and dad, they always say like, they have to work hard, right? You know, money is like, it's not easy to, uh, earn right, yeah. so I grew up with that mindset, and I did not have the money mindset, right? Yeah. Money mindset, money EQ, money IQ. I think I learned that a lot from you. Yeah, yeah, I learned a lot from you, and um, and we say have a somehow. Some, Sometimes I discovered that we say have a, uh, we, you know some limiting belief in money. So that's what we are trying to work it out. Stay because then we actually talk about it. We don't want to fight about when it's come to finance. Yes,
1: yes. And uh, right. w- the, the funny fact that when we were happy, the money coming in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, when we fight, no money coming no in. No money
0: coming in. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm trying to be positive about like, I mean, uh, the, uh, this month, and know uh, last month we've been spending a lot, right? But it always come back double.
1: Yes, it's always come back double. And I actually. realized that
0: when you're happy, when you're truly like in the zone, uh, being present, the money just come like left and right <laughs>
1: yes
0: it just come unlimitedly yeah right you cannot stop you cannot stop like please don't come to me but you know it, it will never start coming to you right so the key to we both have to be happy we both have to be uh, you know happy in our lane and we both have to be energetically match you know so that you know we could be happy happy couple yeah right and also happy happy wife. Happy life. Yes. That's the that's the thing. <laughs> that's the key. That's the key, gentlemen. That's
1: the key. Well, thank you for sitting down with me today, mm-hmm. sharing our wedding, relationship. Yeah. And I hope our friend was listening, enjoying this episode.
0: I know. We we were probably gonna send the link to it. Listen to it. <laughs> Listen Rank to it, five star, Can you do that? Can you do the shout out to your friends right now? Can you mention their name?
1: Uh, Ryan, Angie, Ben, Kathy, Gia, Q, Hang, Chi. Please ring this five-star episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Abel, I'm sure. Abel, Katie? yeah, Katie. Oh, why don't you G, f- Gee, yeah. yes, Qi, so, you know, yeah. listen to this. I hope you guys love it too. We have made so much memory. We are uh, continue to do it more. I look forward to it. We look forward to it.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mike.
1: Thank you, Scarlett.